Hi, this is Father Neil here, and this is the May 5th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today, we're looking at numbers 1023 to 1029 of the Catechism. 2. Heaven, 1023. Those who die in God's grace and friendship and are perfectly purified live forever with Christ. They are like God forever, for they see him as he is face to face. By virtue of our apostolic authority, we define the following. According to the general disposition of God, the souls of all the saints and other faithful who died after receiving Christ's holy baptism, provided they were not in need of purification when they died, or if they then did need or will need some purification when they had been purified after death, already before they take up their bodies again and before the general judgment, and this since the ascension of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ into heaven, have been, are and will be in heaven in the heavenly kingdom and celestial paradise with Christ, joined to the company of the holy angels, since the passion and death of our Lord Jesus Christ, these souls have seen and do see the divine essence with an intuitive vision, and even face to face, without the mediation of any creature. 10.24 This perfect life with the Most Holy Trinity This communion of life and love with the Trinity, with the Virgin Mary, the angels and all the blessed is called heaven. Heaven is the ultimate end and fulfilment of the deepest human longings, the state of supreme definite happiness. 10.25 To live in heaven is to be with Christ. The elect live in Christ, but they retain or rather find their true identity, their own name. For life is to be with Christ. Where Christ is, there is life. There is the kingdom. 10.26 By his death and resurrection, Jesus Christ has opened heaven to us. The life of the blessed consists in the full and perfect possession of the fruits of the redemption accomplished by Christ. He makes, he makes partners in his heavenly glorification those who have believed in him and remained faithful to his will. Heaven is the blessed company of all who are perfectly incorporated into Christ. 10.27 The mystery of blessed communion with Christ and all who are in Christ is beyond all understanding and description. Scripture speaks of it in images, life, light, peace, wedding feast, wine of the kingdom, the Father's house, the heavenly Jerusalem, paradise. No eye has seen nor ear heard, nor the heart of man conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. 10.28 Because of his transcendence, God cannot be seen as he is, unless he himself opens up his mystery to man's immediate contemplation and gives him the capacity for it. The church calls this contemplation of God in his heavenly glory the beatific vision. How great will your glory and happiness be to be allowed to see God, to be honoured with sharing the joy of salvation and eternal light with Christ your Lord and God, to delight in the joy of immortality, 
in the kingdom of heaven with the righteous and God's friends. 10.29 In the glory of heaven, the blessed continue joyfully to fulfill God's will in relation to other men and to all creation. Already they reign with Christ. With him they shall reign forever and ever. Okay, the section on heaven today. That this is the goal of our reality. To be with God. To see God. To get our perfect happiness from seeing the beauty of God. That again, when you see something truly beautiful, it takes you out of yourself. When you see what is really beautiful, Again, it can be something of nature. It can be the mountains, the lake, a sunset, a dawn. When you see the, the smile on a new, newborn baby's face. When you see beauty, any beauty. Also even the beauty of uh, a, a work of art that is truly beautiful. It takes you out of yourself. It makes you happy. It makes you happy. It, uh, it, it drains you of your sadness, it drains you of your tiredness. It makes you really happy. And this is just from looking at something here. To look at God, to behold God, to be in this life of the Blessed Trinity, is to be truly happy, fully happy, eternally happy, with God, with everybody else. And this is what we're called to. This is the mystery of heaven. That again, we can see, but we can't understand fully in this life. Yet it is something truly beautiful. And so really, this is what we're invited to today. To meditate on heaven. To have our mind in heaven. That this, uh, again, that we can't, we can't get it ever in this life. No eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. That this, uh, that this, I, that this idea, that it's so, it's so beautiful, heaven. That's what Saint Paul says about it. It's, it's amazingly beautiful. We can't even imagine how beautiful it is, and yet to have this beatific vision is our destiny. Is what God wants for us, and this doesn't depend on on our intelligence. It doesn't depend on our good works. It doesn't depend on our worthiness. What really it depends on is whether we want it. Do you want it? Do you want heaven? Or do you want to stay in your resentments? Do you want to stay in your plans, your projections? Or do you want the heaven that the Lord offers? And to say yes to heaven, which again is repentance. That in the West we don't emphasise repentance enough. But that really we should live our lives in repentance. In looking for this union with God in renouncing ourselves, in renouncing our sins, in really looking for humility. Because this is the key to paradise. The humble are those who enter paradise, not those who can pride themselves on all their good works. Not like the man who is at the front of the synagogue saying, Lord, how perfect I am. Don't you see everything I've done? I gain pay my tithes. I do everything well. And I'm not like this Pharisee and the poor Pharisee. And again, the Pharisees were terrible people in many senses. 
the poor Pharisee is the back at the back of the temple and he says, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. And he comes out justified. And this is what our key to heaven. To be justified by God. To meet his grace, to meet his mercy, to be transformed by his goodness. And to see that he opens this beatific vision for us. That maybe our eyes are not perfect. Maybe we've got spiritual cataracts. But it doesn't matter. He purifies us and prepares us to see this. And again, this section of the Catechism is very short, but very beautiful. These few pages we're looking at this week dealing with the last things are really beautiful to show us God's mercy and to show his invitation to us that we can be happy with him, that with him we can find eternal happiness. So very well, tomorrow we'll continue and tomorrow we'll look at numbers 1030 to 1032. God bless.